Gucci Mane disses Eminem and says that he is the king of rap. Continuing our holiday movie philosophical analyzation, we're going to break down Home Alone and see and look into the importance of a young man coming into his own and being able to explore the world on his own. I'm not advocating leaving your kids home alone, but we're going to break it down and clarify my position on that. And then finally, we're going to get into the betafication of alpha males. What does it mean? Are you a victim? Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago, there's explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging With Apes. Go on over to our website, that's HangingWithApes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And, you know, if you're on your phone, on the internet, check out our music, Audio Apes. We got four new songs dropping this month. So uh, that rotation has started. Beautiful hold on, basic. A lot of good reception from people. So check them out. And then we got two more coming um, after that. One this Friday coming up. Yep. And then one next Friday. So, there you go. Merry Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas, you filthy animals. (laughs) Which is a line from Home Alone. Yes. So what do you want to get into first? Man. um, So, let's uh, let's start at blasphemy. The hot topic of the day. Blasphemy. Literally, we didn't have this topic planned. We were checking the depths of the internet before we started the episode and we came across this, uh, well, I thought, I think you said it best, this blasphemy. Yeah. Jesus that Christ. Gucci Mane says that he is the king of rap. Now, obviously, part of that was said to create what's going on right now a discussion yeah. a controversy a little bit of trolling in there so respect to gucci man for that like he's getting what he wanted yeah yeah but in that i'm we have to say and just you know acknowledge of how shameless it is and how wrong it is so let me break it down tell you exactly what happened gucci man is on this interview he gets asked about who is the king of rap he says that he is the king of rap, that he can never say that anybody else is, that, that everybody says that they got to be the iciest or the freshest. And it's true. A lot of rappers, you get that as like, oh, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best. And it is what it is. I think I think that's kind of stupid. I, I've always looked at rap like a sport. And in a sport, you should be able to acknowledge who is the best at that sport. If I was in the NBA right now, I wouldn't say, oh, I'm the best NBA player. I would say LeBron James is the best. Or, I mean, arguably there's other ones, but it ain't me. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to be the best. I like LeBron James, but I don't necessarily like the team. Like, however you want to phrase it or whatever the case. And I think the same thing applies and works with rap. But... You, you, that wasn't what took place. What took place was pure blasphemy. He says that he was the king of rap and that everybody says they got to be the iciest, the freshest, and all of that. And then 
one of the guys doing the interview asks a question. Well, a lot of people say that Eminem is the king of rap. And then Gucci Man goes on to say, well, I don't know anybody riding around listening to Eminem. Okay. Which is yeah. like, you could take that so many ways. Yes, maybe you don't personally know anybody riding yeah. around to li- listening to Eminem. And that's a legit thing. Like, maybe you don't. But you do realize that there are people riding around listening to Eminem because yeah. he streams way more than you. He sells way more than you. I mean, or, or, or are you that out of touch with what's going on in your industry? You know what I'm saying? So, Which is shameless. It's shameless, absolutely, yeah. because it's like, do you... So what do you think are his thoughts behind this? Is it just to troll? Is he out of touch? Or does he really believe this? He can't really believe this, can he? I think part of him wants to believe it. I don't know that he believes it. I, I think part of it also was, you know, let me make some headlines. Let me let me sound sound off and, and get some eyes on me. But the way you go about it should be in a much smarter way. So why, why would you say that, that you don't know anyone that ri- rides around? Obviously, like you said, there's a lot more people that ride around listening to Eminem. Oh, that's that white, white sur- suburban uh, shit, you know. Okay, listen, um, you're a rapper, you're a musician, so like you should be ashamed that you would even be talking like this because like. Well, he didn't say that though. Oh, oh so, he he didn't say that. Not that people yeah. commented that, but Gucci Mane never said that himself. Yeah. As far as dude is a white rapper, all he said was that he don't know anybody riding around listening to Eminem. Yeah, but. You could take it that way in the sense that, like, you're so small-minded that you're you're gonna say, because that is probably a, 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 a as far as Eminem a big portion of his fan base, but a musician would look at that and be like, oh, how can I appeal to everybody or a lot of people, you know? Right. And that's how you get the Kanye Wests, you get the 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 M&Ms you get the Jay-Zs that you you get the 50 cents like you know like you know what sells what's good how to sell it you know like you get the persona even even the Pusha T's like I I can't even imagine Pusha T making a comment like that no no but and, and but the thing is it's like I and that's where I'm a little confused like are you that dumb or are you just being like you're just kind of trolling and just being just just facetious just for for the sake of being facetious just to see what people say because i just i just uh it's it's a very dumb comment so now what do you say to the people that are in agreement with that comment and then you get the slew of of tweets talking about how oh gucci main uh finally somebody speaks out for the black community involving rap i've never rode around listening to eminem uh, Gucci Mane is the truth. Eminem is that white suburban middle class school rap, not trap god shit. What? Yeah. Like I mean, what do you like? Because so obviously there are a uh, 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 there is a segment of people that agree with him, and there will be. I mean, naturally, because there's people that that grow up in different circumstances, and uh, and that's just the case. But that doesn't give you the excuse as a fan to be dumb you know what i'm saying like it's okay for you to be dumb like it's okay for you but like to say something like that you also as a as a listener show how like close-minded you are 
You know how like, oh, you know, whatever's around me is what I'm about. Like, listen, to an extent, like we just talked about this nature versus nurture, right? Like you're nurtured into a certain life and, 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 and because of that, you'll probably gravitate towards certain things more. You see that in different cultures. But to sit there and be like, oh, man, he's so right. He's so right. Again, you're completely denying yourself of the truth because Eminem is arguably the king of rap. Arguably, because Absolutely. like we, even amongst us, we're not like sure 100%. You, you know, we were just talking about this before the episode. Oh, it could be Jay-Z. It could be Eminem. To some people, it could be Biggie right. or Tupac or, you know. And and that's what's what's so funny because plenty of times on this show, we've been critical of Eminem from certain things he's done, like the Trump freestyle from the BET thing or, you know, albums or, or certain responses. We, we've, we've covered Eminem quite a bit in terms of, like, his music and certain things. Yeah. And in our coverage of the artist... I think a lot of listeners have discovered that we're fans of Eminem, but at the same time, we're willing to be critical of him. And in that we, you know, I'm sure many people have discovered that he's probably not as great as he once was when it comes to music. Yeah. And that's one thing. And that's a legit argument. But what's not legit <laughs> is Gucci Mane yeah. thinking that he's better than Eminem. On, See, a legit argument is somebody saying, you know, Jay-Z over Eminem. That's like a legit, we could rock with that argument. Another legit argument is somebody saying that Pusha T is better than Eminem right now, like in this time frame. It, of all time, no, like they're not even close. Eminem like far surpasses Pusha T, but in this time frame of music being made, no. you can argue that. You can even argue that Kanye is better than Eminem in this time frame of music yeah. being made. But but you can't. I mean, this is just nonsense. Honestly, you can't even. I mean, I think it'd be a weak argument. I still think Eminem would take it. Well, it's hard because like, if you look at Kanye West's discography, like it's very impressive. Oh, absolutely. But so is Eminem's. Though. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, like, but but see, not... so so I could be like, okay, you know, someone could make the case for Kanye. Again, I'd, I'd roll with Eminem on that. What What's interesting about Kanye's catalog as time has progressed, I see his progression and I rock with some of the things that, well, actually most of what he does, yeah. but a lot of people don't. Like a lot of people really gravitate towards old Kanye West. Like yeah. there's a lot of people that if you're not talking the college dropout or late registration, they're not having that con that Kanye conversation with you. Whereas me, I will talk beautiful twisted fantasy. I will talk the life of Pablo. Yeah. I will talk Yeezus. Yeah, yeah. I will talk Yay. Like I'll talk that. Well, you know why? Th why? Well, because please, because I'd like to know. I'd yeah. like to well, fucking no, no. know. <laughs> I'm saying I'm, I'm I'm answering for you. I can't I can't make the case for people. I'm saying on your end is because you understand. That music changes. Like if if you listen to a Travis Scott album that has Jesus written all over it, that has my beautiful dark twisted fantasy but, but, written all but, over it. Yeah, but not as tasteful. It's not. It's, it's not, not tasteful. Yeah. Like I, see, I, I Kanye, like what Kanye does. Although a lot of times it's unorthodox, there's always like a degree of tastefulness to it. Yeah, I don't get that from Travis Scott. But see, 
Travis Scott sounds like Kanye. So 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 what I'm saying is this, and 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 I, I agree with you. I'm not a, I'm not a Travis Scott fan. Like I, you know, I don't dislike the guy. I just don't like his music. Right? I, no. I know. Yeah. This is not about like yeah. the personality. But but like I just I don't get it. I don't get why he's but. Tell me why he sounds like Jesus. Like, why? Why do his sounds? Why? Like the experimental. Like, so. So the thing is, this Kanye West is that type of artist where he kind of sees, okay, this is what needs to be introduced. This is how sound is going to change, and then you start seeing it, and then and then everyone kind of follows suit. Right. And that's why, like, again, there was no Travis Scott back then, but there was Jay Z. During the college dropout years, when Jay Z was at his peak, you know, like the fucking this can't be life. And using Kanye sound, Kanye sound, yeah. So if you notice, one thing that has matched uh, Kanye's career is where sound was going. Kanye was 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 the innovator. He oh, was absolutely, one hundred. The man on the moon every single time. And again, you could look at the. And, and listen, I'm not a and fan. There's, of a lot there's of these a lot guys. of music enthusiasts that don't give him that credit. No, but I mean, come on. It, it, you have to. It, it the proof is in the pudding. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember distinctly showing you some pop songs because I was like, "Oh my god, this is crazy." Um, I forget her name. Uh, Miley Cyrus's uh, uh, sister. Well, I oh, don't know. Whatever. Noah Cyrus. I think. But I I know I know what song you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and it's like and this. He transcends even hip hop because everyone wants to sound like him, or everyone. You could tell that when he drops an album, people. Have an ear to it, like oh, let's see what's going on. Yeah, what is he doing now? You know, and that says a lot about him. And then that also says a lot about people. A lot of people aren't willing to change or are afraid of change. You know, like you're not open to to things changing. I guess maybe because music could be, you know. I kind of think about it like the oldies, like, you know, like when people listen to like older people listen to the oldie, oh, that was the time I did this. That was the time I did that. Kind of doesn't have time for that. You know, like it's like what uh, Jay-Z said is like, you like my old shit? Buy my old shit. Buy my old shit. Like this is my new shit. Time change. I'm living in a different, you know, a moment right now. And this is the music I'm putting out. And sometimes I feel people look at the time and how it sounded and they don't want that changed. You know, like they don't, yeah. they don't want that. Like they don't, maybe it, it has more to do with your life experiences and the moments that you live. Especially if the artist is talking about like real timeless things, it's like, oh, okay, well I want, I, this was the sound that I was familiar with. This is the sound that I like versus artists that are more like social commentators, like how Eminem has been for a big portion of his career. Yeah. You do want that evolution because yeah. an artist like that can always, in my mind, stay relevant because you're talking about what's current. So, like, as long as time is going on and you have the willingness to talk about whatever's going on, you'll always be able to stay current. I think that's how you get, you know, shows like South Park and things that, that always seem to stay very relevant and, and in the know. And that's why... With Eminem, it's kind of sad when he doesn't take that route because it's like, well, this is what you're good at. You're you're very good at like being able to kind of encapsulate all of this. When you talk about certain themes and topics that are, you know, let's say, you know, timeless, if you will, 
you could only say the same thing so many times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that's where where fifth, like where where he kind of was limited in in terms of like, yeah, how much how many times are you can you say the same thing over and over again? Yeah. You gotta start like to expand. Which which or, doesn't make any sense because because his life changed so much. Like you know, and he's a very smart guy. So like, I know you could talk about different. But things. I don't know. I don't know if he knows how to translate his new experiences into music because it is yeah. it is hard. Like, yeah. I feel like honestly, as as a rapper, I am just now able to start doing that. Like yeah. take like new experiences and translate it into music. Yeah. I it it's 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 not that easy. It it, yeah. it kind of. It sort of requires like a reinvention of your thought process almost because yeah. you're used to saying certain things or going about things with a certain thought process. Yeah. So it's not that easy. Yeah. And then and then ma- changing the thought process and then also making the music sound good. Yes, yes. Which which I enjoyed very much on your verse in 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 uh, oh man you guys you guys aren't ready you guys aren't ready for rowdy. So I mean, I mean, never mind. <laughs> no, because your verse, what I liked about your verse on on Rowdy was, it was badass because it was like a lot of the stuff we've been talking about, but cool. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's hard. That and that that's that's exactly it's crazy. Like you, this what you just said reminds me of the scene in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Where 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 like uh, Russell Brand's character and Jason Siegel they're they're on the surfboards yeah. Yeah. and then he's like uh, Russell Brand's character <laughs> yeah, is like talking uh, about is like um I had uh, Sarah's iPod and amidst that eternal dross that's on that thing I came across a song that was rather good and it was your song and and he's like he's like it, it was like a dark gothic neil diamond and then and then he's like and then jason siegel's character is like that's exactly what i was going for and that and what you just said (laughs) was exactly what i was going for on that verse it's unreleased it'll be out in two weeks but 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 that's exactly like i wanted to be able because the thing is we talk about such great ass shit on this show yeah and it's and, and then that's the same thing it's like how do we like how can I make like my like my because I know I feel like I know how to like capture timeless themes in rap like I yeah. know yeah. you know and I I feel like there's certain things certain songs that we've done that like find my place or or other songs like till it hurts or whatever but I also want to talk about like very contemporary things and I want to talk about things that we yeah. talk about on the show yeah. how do you turn that into like rap music. But see, and and yeah. and that's like what I came up with. Yeah, and, and you guys be the judges. So you guys got to wait for this track. But but like I said, it's hard because like even I'm gonna be honest with you, Kanye with sound is good, but with lyrics sometimes, even though he'll mention contemporary, contemporary things, he doesn't he doesn't dive deep it into it. Well. Yeah. So like like the way you did it, I was like when I listened, to it, I was like, oh shit, like because it was. I haven't even heard it from Eminem. Like, and Eminem is a contemporary contemporary king. But I, I feel like he doesn't want that title anymore. I guess the way his music has been. But you don't hear that. You don't hear that as much. Like, like contemporary themes. But kind of delving, delving into it, 
but again, like like you said, like you know, we all know rap rap music. When you listen to rap music or or, or even pop music, has that cool feel to it, and 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 you got to juggle that juggle that line a little bit. So so that was kind of a crazy ass, you know, plug for 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 Rowdy. But but I mean, which is which is yeah. crazy because <laughs> because we're we're about to. I want to segue into the next topic. But one thing that I wanted to mention to you. I last night I came across this EP from Vic Mensa. It's called Hooligans. Yeah. There's it well, actually reverses on it. Well, I know I know you know that song with yeah. G Easy. There's a really good song on there called uh, Deserve It. It's the last song. It's amazing. It's featuring Mr. Hudson. And he kind of does some uh Kanye stuff with Mr. Hudson because he comes in right at the very end, but it's it's pretty impactful. But there's a song on the EP called Rowdy featuring G Herbo. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. All right. But we got this, this dude. <laughs> but what's funny? What's funny about it is, like, you guys have like made mention of like me and Vic Mensa like being the same person and like being like a bizarro me. And it's crazy because when I saw that, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then even. Like, you know how we use, like, an element of repetitiveness in, in our... They do the same. But ours is way... Like, let me tell you. And this is objectively speaking. Like, ours is way better than theirs. It's not even close. And yeah. this is... In all honesty, God strike me if I'm lying. Like, it's, objectively speaking, not even comparable. Like, no. they... G Herbo and, and Vic Mensa don't even compare to our shit. Damn. But... Shots fired. <laughs> no, no, I'm not on that. Like, I, I would tell Mumford to his face, like, listen, our version of the rowdy is better than yours. It's it just is what it is. So get the fuck up on. <laughs> get the fuck but, up but on. But what, what I'm what I'm but what I'm saying is, yeah, is like you have that, and then it, there's like little shit that if a motherfucker would think that he's like the bizarro me, because even like, hey, well, first let's of go, all, let's ride, yeah. and then like, there's like a lot of themes that are very similar to like reverse. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it's true. like it's like what the fuck is dude on, man? Right. <laughs> and, and it's funny because if you guys Google Vic Mensa, he looks he looks like K cartoon. So he looks like Twizzle. Like, is 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 weird. So, yeah. A, a little bit. There's a slight resemblance, especially when I like when I'm bald. Like I don't yeah. have no hair. When I have hair, not really. But when I don't have no hair, there is a slight resemblance. Very slight. But I mean, obviously, I don't have all those tattoos and shit. But it's just yeah. crazy. But yeah, but as far as Gucci Mane over Eminem, that's blasphemy. If anybody tells you that that's the case, just be like, well, then how come Eminem's worst album sold better than Gucci Mane's best album? And then just leave it at that. <laughs> Which is funny because uh, there was a comment that you had read that said, I can't believe that this is a conversation or some shit like that. Yeah, Lord have mercy. Motherfuckers are comparing Gucci Mane to Eminem. Lord have mercy. Oh which God. is very true like that's so, pretty sad yeah that's pretty sad but you uh, tried gucci Mane, but no yeah get the fuck out of here so moving on to home alone everybody loves home alone actually i've never come across a person that doesn't like home alone i hear people that don't like home alone too that much but home alone one universally it seems like is loved people love home alone yeah. i like home alone too I even think somebody can make the argument that Home Alone 2 is better than Home Alone 1. But we'll leave that for another time. What I want to talk about in Home Alone is the idea of being alone. 
The idea of being alone at a young age handling shit. Now, as I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm not advocating for leaving your kids home alone. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying (laughs) is I think there can be benefits from not coddling a child so closely and allowing them to, at an earlier age, learn the world, become familiar with it. Yeah. I think it's it's good for them in the long run. Yeah. And that that's really what what the what made the movie so great cuz like like you know it's it's fun. Obviously it's a holiday movie and it's a, it's a family movie. So it has to take a theme like that and it'd be lighthearted, you know, during Christmas time and and uh it all spawns from him like wishing that oh I I want my family to go away or whatever. Yeah. They forget him. They go to the airport. I forgot where they even. Where they went to Paris, and um, and it's crazy because I I I didn't remember. I, I had forgot that uh, it was based in Chicago. The movie. Yeah. Well, a uh, suburb. Yeah, yeah, Chicago. Yeah, suburb. So. So that shit like that shit was tripping me out because because you know like uh um, uh, Pesci's character went went in the he's beginning of the movie. He, yeah, he's yeah. a Chicago cop. So so it was funny, but then. As the movie goes on, like you start seeing, like you know, at first, at first he's happy about it, but then he starts like you start seeing like little fears here and there. As a kid, you know, you, as a kid you have fears, like you, you're scared of the dark. Or, I remember when he went to the basement, the furnace. Yeah, the furnace like looks opens like a up. Monster, yeah. And at first he runs away, mm-hmm. and then like, you know, as the movie goes on, you start seeing like there's a part where where you know he's first of all he's doing his own laundry. Not not only is he doing his own laundry, he went to the store to get detergent. Yeah, all this stuff, which is like a funny scene because he has like he has a magazine, and he's just, oh no, he has like the papers, like the like the sales paper. Uh, yeah, and I said, what do you think about these? Uh, I'm gonna try them out, and then like the girls like look at him. I was like, what the hell's yeah. going on? The cashier, you know, so he buys everything, goes home. Um, he's downstairs. He's washing clothes. He's taking stuff out of the dryer, closes drying, and then the the furnace opens up again, and then and then like he he's like all scared, and then I, and then he's like, oh shut up, like yeah. this is dumb, like why am I afraid of this? Yeah. It, which is signs like hey, I gotta survive, I gotta gotta move along, and then like the defining moment to me was when he's talking because like throughout the movie, remember that he was scared of that 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 older dude. With the shovel, yeah, because this rumor he was killing people and yeah. he killed his whole family or whatever. So throughout the movie, there's bits and pieces where he sees the old man and he runs away because he's scared because he thinks he's like some type of killer. And then he's at church, as before the the he already knows that the the thieves are gonna go and yeah and and, and rob the house. So so he's aware of that and he's like kind of mentally preparing. So he goes to church. So, which is so crazy. Go continue, but like that, like when you think break that shit down, is like wild as fuck. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. It's <laughs> nuts. This motherfucker's hood. <laughs> no. So he goes, and then the old man starts to talk to him, and and uh, you know he's like, oh man, this he's not he's not a killer, you know. So the old man starts talking to him, and he's like, yeah, you know, why are you here? He's like, oh, I, I guess I'm, you know, I'm, I'm here because, you know, I just I, it's it's a nice place. I forgot what he said. He said, yeah. He said something. He's like, I'm feeling sorry for myself or some, and then he's like, oh yeah, well this is a place you go where you feel sorry for yourself. And he opens up. He's like, you know, I'm here because my uh, my uh, what is it my <clears throat> my grandchild? She's in the chorus because she's singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know, this is the only place I could see her because 
I haven't talked to my son in years. I got into an argument with him and, and you know, like we don't talk anymore. So this is the only time I could see my grandchild. So, so, so then the kid, you know, he's, he's like, why don't you just call him? Yeah. And he's like, I'm scared. I'm scared. He won't, he won't want to talk to me. He's like, aren't you a little old to be scared? Yeah. And he's like, oh, you could be a little old for a lot of things. You're never too old to be scared. Yeah. And like, to me, that's like, that's a universal feeling like to, you that never really leaves you like you get no. older and 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 you're you're not going to be afraid of the same things but you definitely will be afraid oh of course <laughs> you'll always you'll always be like listen like i don't think anybody should ever advocate to not have fear i think you people should advocate to act in spite of fear exactly you know what i'm saying like you have to do what you got to do but the you're you're there's going to be things that you're going to be scared of. Yep. And and like you said, they're not going to always be the same thing. And when you overcome something or conquer something, you may not be scared of that. But believe me, like there'll be other things that come along that you're scared yeah. of. Yeah. And, and if you think about that conversation he had with that old man, it's like, really, that's a conversation that that's an internal conversation. Oh, absolutely. You know, like, that, that shit is epic. Yeah. Like that, that scene is very epic. And And I mean, like. <laughs> call me crazy but we've talked about strep brothers before and and like like the 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 part where like stop d don't lose your inner child yeah i, don't I lose felt your dinosaur yeah, yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't lose your dinosaur um i felt that that's what that's saying like you know like a child they'll look at things and they're so matter of factly like oh well I, you know whatever just, yeah like how Jump he even told them why don't you just call him yeah like to him it was like oh well i don't really see the issue is like just call your son you know yeah and, and and it's like, man, like this is that's what where like the movie you, you realize that damn this is some some crazy shit. And, I mean, lo and behold, fucking he runs to the house and he deals with, with, with the with the thieves. Or, you know, well both of them, yeah. yeah. So so, you know, they're chasing him around and everything and it's like it was like he was preparing himself for the epic battle. Yeah, exactly. He goes and and I, and I feel like... And then it's crazy, like, how that scene is constructed from, like, the time he walks in the church, the music, and then as they're having the conversation, yeah. the music is still going, but it's, like, faint to the background. Yeah. And then, like, the when he leaves running home, like, it gets all epic. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's very well directed, that whole, that whole part. You know... A movie did a good job when, like, you want to Shazam the song that's playing because yeah. it's like, damn, this is some epic yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking Shazamming Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. old Holy Ghost or whatever. Because, yeah. like, the, the progression. Yeah, because I think when he comes in, it's like, oh, holy night. Like, oh, holy night. And yeah. And then, and then like, as, once ghost. it ends, and, it, and then it's like the, the, like the badass music. Like, you know, yeah, it, it's, it's crazy. John Williams is a beast. But... What's wild about that, and kind of going back to the, the philosophical theme of it all, is I feel like conversations like that, experiences like that, when you're a kid, it really does mold you. It's like we live in an age now where so many kids, all they do is stay inside and play video games. They don't really, they don't really come out. They don't experience much about the world and when they do it their hand is being held the whole time yeah kids don't play in the fire hydrant in the street anymore it's just like people say when you talk like that people are like oh you want to live in the past and all that no it's not that 
I feel like those things were all building blocks. I feel like you got molded by that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To look out for cars, to 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 learn about like playing with other kids. There's so much that like you were getting. Yeah. That without it is you you ask yourself if I didn't have all of that like what kind of man would I have developed into what would I be you know what I'm yeah. saying yeah and, and you look at the mind of a child and, and and when you're a kid and when you're a teen and and, and kind of like the whole idea of being rebellious like what why you know what yeah. I'm saying why is that and you start seeing that because like the stuff that he went through you know you don't typically go through that as a suburban child. Right. But like us, we we had to kind of worry about, oh, what if we get jumped by a gangbanger? Or, yeah. Oh, what if we get shot at? Or, oh, what if we get robbed? Protect yourself. Yeah. Watch I mean, your back. Be aware of yeah. your surroundings. Absolutely. Oh, what if this suburban comes at me at 60 miles per hour on a 15 miles per hour? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if someone throws a, you know, like o over here? You know, like when growing up, like there used to be this thing where you like bricking cars. So like gangbangers would brick cars, mm -hmm. so throw bricks. I mean, I I remember walking from home from school, and sometimes bricks almost hit me. I would turn around and like it was like, oh hey, sorry, you know, R not RX, but sorry, Rick. Oh, you know, I gotta do what I gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Like, why uh, why do you have to? Yeah, do this? <laughs> I'm just like, oh shit. Well, I'm glad you didn't hit me. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like those things. Those are experiences that not you won't go through, but or, or not everybody will go through. But there is definitely experiences that everybody will go through. They're gonna get tried. You're gonna get tested, and it's just like that is part of childhood. You know, people want to kill the bully, but but bullying ain't going nowhere. No, you know what I'm saying. And if you ask some, including Chris Rock, he'll tell you that bullying is good. Yeah. And, 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 you know, he's like, he's like, you, you don't think that fucking Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates were bullied, you know, yeah. they own everything. And, now. and then, <laughs> and then, and then how he talked about the election and he's, he's like, everybody's so anti-bully. And then Hillary Clinton ran into a billion bully and she lost the election. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I, I mean, to an extent, I would say like Trump. In some former fashions, I handled himself like a bully in the sense of like he wouldn't he wouldn't go easy. I think that's a necessary thing, though. You know, like if you look at that, like be sure of what you, what you're on and and don't budge if you're sure about it. Why why is this such a why is this such an issue now? Why is this such an issue? And I think that's why we gravitate. If you notice to to strong characters, is because of that. Is because like. You need, you need to, especially, I mean, especially in a world like this, where like everybody is so unsure about everything, you know what I mean? Like you need to be like, this is what I'm about. So mm -hmm. if, if you're not about that, get the fuck out my face with that shit and, and, and we're good. Well, it's funny. You used a very important word. You said unsure. And I think that coddling children so much and not allowing them to have their own home alone-esque experiences as children makes them grow into unsure un individuals because a lot of that shit does make you sure. Like for instance, there's times now as an adult where I'll just see somebody 
at a store, at a restaurant, whatever, and I'll know to stay the fuck away from that person. And I won't have any uncertainty about it because it's like the eyes, the feeling, the vibe. It's like I've I've seen people like you before. I have no yes. uncertainty about who you are and how you operate. I'm yep. keeping my distance. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But people that never experience, oh, everybody's my friend. Everybody is nice. Safe space. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, but when you grow up in certain environments where you're used to certain things and you've seen the realities of the world, it does create a more certain individual. Obviously, not in every circumstance. You'll never be without uncertainty, but but you can be more certain than a lot of others. Yeah, yeah. And let's let's be honest here. We're right now in a weird I mean, we've been in a weird place. Like growing up, like I don't know, I feel like back then, I don't want to say it was black and white, but it was just like there was a certain way you were and a certain way you didn't want to be. And now I feel like and this is me being a child, obviously, in, in the early 90s, early 2000s. Like, growing up, it's like you kind of understood that there's there's lines. You know, like, there's there's different... You're going to experience things, and, and you got to kind of... You got to understand that. Like, you're not going to appease everybody. Right. You do know that, right? Like, in being yourself, not everyone is going to like you. And that's fine. But now, I feel like that that's frowned upon like no 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 everyone needs to be accepting yeah of everybody because come on guys no one should be different you know what's crazy is that i would say probably one of my most prominent characteristics in life was that for the most part growing up i never cared <laughs> if people liked me or not like i, I and I guess looking back, that was good. Is but I really never gave a fuck about that. Like I didn't. Yeah, just whatever. And I and I don't know if it was because, like early on. Well, I, I guess I I kind of because like early on, like I I had got kicked out of one school, and I remember, you know, having friends at the other school, and then wanting to like go visit my old friends. And, like, they all acted like they didn't know me and, like, they didn't want to fuck with me and stuff like that. And I don't know if that shit, like, set something off in my brain or whatever. But then it was just like, ah, oh, man, I don't even fuck about these people. Like, it says, I don't know what it was. And then, obviously, graduating grammar school, going into high school and stuff, I just didn't care. Like, and, and growing up, I had girlfriends who that, like, would really bother. It's like, because they were all about, like, oh, well... You know, I'm popular. People like me and all that. I'm like, okay, well, maybe I I'm don't. not the one you should be with because I re I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care about that. You think I care about what these people think? I don't care. No. No. And and so, and but looking back at it is like, I'm glad because I don't, I'm not some sort of like maniac that's like, oh, fuck society. No, it's not that. It's just that I'll say what I want, you know. Yeah. And not like in an uncivilized way, you know, I, I like to have good discussion, but it's like, oh, we're in a room full of people that probably don't like Trump. Okay, I don't care. Like, yeah. that's their problem, not mine, you know? And I, it's like... Who do they like? All good for them. Right. Because you're an individual and you have your, your thoughts. And, and that's, and that's, <laughs> that's kind of going back to the movie. That's really what 
what that prepared you for. Like, not everything's going to go your way. And learn from this shit. Because life gets harder. Motherfucker, you haven't even paid bills yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't even have girl problems yet. Fuck out of here. Not yet. Yeah, so. But who does have girl problems? Oh, God. I don't know if they know they have girl problems. Who that? Who there? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh. Uh, beta males have girl problems, mm-hmm. and from what it looks like, the betafication of many males has commenced. Jesus Christ! So, getting into that, uh, two different articles that kind of bring this topic together, and then obviously, if you guys think differently, you can always tweet at Hanging with Apes or engage with us however you choose but it does seem like betafication of males is taking place and it seems like it's becoming more and more normalized so kicking it off with prince harry and what's her name megan merkel markle yeah mm-hmm I don't give a fuck about these people. Like, I don't care about the royal weddings. I don't... Like, people care about that shit. My thought process has always been, didn't we create the United States to get away from all that goofy-ass shit? Yeah. But whatever. But one thing that did strike me is that I guess there's a tradition that that comes up every year where the royal men in the family or mm-hmm. or or members of the family whoever the fuck wants to take uh whoever wants to get involved they go hunting i guess it's like pheasant hunting or whatever Mm. but this article said that prince harry chose to opt out of the hunt the the royal tradition because his wife is not for that not for killing the pheasants which she has the right to be not for that but I do think it speaks volumes about a guy that's willing to throw away tradition with the men in his family. Like, I don't know, like, how their family works. The uncles, the, the his brother, obviously. Yeah. Like, all these people that are involved, I think it does speak volumes about him. Like, willing to throw all of that out because your wife is not for it. And I came across the, this post, and that's what it was said. The betafication has begun. This guy used to be an alpha, a military fighter pilot, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And now it's like you see that. Now, some people would say, oh, well, he's just having respect for his wife. Okay. But at what point mm-hmm. does the wife having respect for him come in? Like, how yeah. do you rationalize that? How do you rationalize, oh, well, he's just having it's okay that he backs out because he's having respect for the wife. Okay, I could rock with that. But at what point does the wife's respect for him and the tradition come in? It's like, no, you know what? Us having mutual respect for one another is this. You're not forcing me to go hunting. Because then I would be like, oh, well, he's kind of bogus. I'd be like, no, you're going to come to this thing. No, no. The respect is you don't have to go hunting with us. You could stay home or do whatever. Go on a vacation, go on a trip, and I'm going to go hunting with my brothers and my family. That's, I think, mutual respect. Why is it considered respect? Oh, he's not going to do it because she don't want him to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What are your thoughts? I feel feel that the only way that this would be acceptable is if he was just not into that. Like, like the whole time, he just thought that was kind of an annoying thing, and... 
but he's participated yeah and, his and, whole life yeah and, and that's my thing like so so to me it looks like you're doing that because to appease your your wife which if that that is the case that's never right to do in the sense that like you should have your own identity and you should have your own you know if 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 you like this do it like like you said you could meet down the middle you don't have to come why would i force you to do something that you don't like exactly to do? and and by that same rationale why would you force me not to do something that i want to do yeah yeah, and that, and to me, and I mean, that, short of like disrespecting you or going against our bond, but he's not doing that. You know what I'm saying? He's going hunting. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel that that like, especially see, and, and you very eloquently put it about 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 like the royal, you know, I guess couples is I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> so, but the thing is, I don't either. Like, I don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck. But people give a fuck. So they look at this stuff and, and like, because people care. Oh, look at the dress. The dress she was wearing was exquisite. Yeah. It was so beautiful. And then everyone starts wearing the shit. Oh, my God. You wore this tux? Oh, fuck. All the men should wear these tux. Yeah. And that's the style now. And, th- you know, it's funny because that's exactly what I, I wanted to say. Not so much about the tux or the styles, but... This article, I don't know if like the news has broadcasted it, but I know it, it's been on many different outlets on on the internet to read. Yeah. How many women tonight are gonna go to their husbands and be on some? You see, you see, he didn't do this because she didn't. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and that's my point. And now the betafication begins, and that's what dude. That dude, uh, I think his name is Richard Cooper from Entrepreneurs yeah. and Cars. That's what he's he's illustrating is like. Now people are gonna be on that. Like, oh, you see, he didn't go hunting because she didn't want him to. I swear to God, I swear to God, that happens so much with women. Why? Why do women do that? Like, just in general. But you know what's funny is what would happen if that happened, like, if, if they approach you with that, because I always say, oh, well, he's a dumbass bitch, because I'm going to do it. <laughs> but that's, but yeah. but see, but that goes back, that goes back to what I was saying when we were talking about Home Alone, is that I never gave a fuck, like, that's my, I like, you yeah. know how Kanye's like, oh, I got superpowers, this and that. I feel like if, if I had a superpower, yeah. Like, if I got to choose a superpower, I would like to be Professor X. Like, if yeah. I got to choose my superpower, I would love to be Professor X. Oh, yeah. But I don't, I, I'm, I, if I don't get to choose and I would have to pick one thing about me now that is my superpower, yeah. I would say it's not giving a fuck. <laughs> like, I would be Captain Not Give a Fuck. Yeah. And it's like, it's so powerful. Yeah. Because this is exactly how that would work out. <laughs> I, not give a fuck. <laughs> it's like, oh, but so and so. It's like, well, I don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah. Fuck, dude. Like, fuck, dude. what does that have to do with me? Like, yeah. I don't, I'm going to go hunting. Like, I want to go. Yeah. You don't have to go. You don't have to go. I'm not forcing you to go. But, but not everybody operates like that. Yeah. A lot of people don't operate like that. <laughs> and it's so funny. Uh, I've, it, It's weird because, like, you look at even, like, culture before when things were a lot more conservative. And it's, like, funny how, how, how shit repeats itself. Because, like, I've told you that I've been kind of, uh, well, Hulu's amazing. If you don't have Hulu, you should get it. This is not a commercial. I'm just really being honest here. And I was watching The Wonder Years and like and like the the daughter 
well, so it's a family. The Wonder yeah. Years is, is, is a show about a family. And well, the dad, he like served in the military or whatever. And, you know, he's he's like the, the head of the household. And, you know, the kids are kind of a little scared of him. He's and he, kind of disgruntled. Yeah, yeah. A, a little disgruntled or whatever. And then the daughter's like, like this hardcore liberal hippie as uh, girl, you know. So like when they're arguing, that shit reminds me a lot of of something that men had before. Which, which, yeah, you know, like sometimes this could also hurt. Testicles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You yeah. have them. Right. <laughs> which was testicles. No, <laughs> oh, dude, that was great. No, but, but like, you have to be sure. Like, because like men before, really, actually, relationships were conservative in, in, in a certain, to a certain extent. And things were there was a much there was much more of a hierarchy before than there is now. I feel yeah. So now shit is a little muddled. So he had his thoughts, and and, and like he would say, yeah, well, he's a fuck. Like 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 his approach was like, yeah, all right, whatever you say that this dude said, fuck him, because this is what I believe. <laughs> right. And if you don't like it, oh well. And I feel that that that's very. Uh, I don't want to, you know, because it sounds like it's disrespectful. You know, like, oh, you know, you shouldn't be like that. You should be, you know. I'm not, she was the one kind of egging him on, saying, oh, you should change your thought process. I'm not going to change my thought process. This is what I believe in. Well, that, that's what I'm into. It's always a problem for the ones yeah. that want the other one to change. And that's yeah. the thing. It's like, listen, you're the one asking for me to change. I'm not asking for you to change. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. You do you and I'll do me. It just that 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 kills me. And and again, I'm telling you, it, it, it's it is something that that's starting to to really take on the mainstream. Like, oh, push this, push that. Yeah, come on, be accepting of this, be accepting of that, be accepting of this. I'm telling you, there's been times where, and and, and I don't say because because my girl, she she won't be the type to like say that and like mean it. But she's the type to like be like devil's advocate. Oh look, he did that. What do you think? And like, I'm telling you, like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's great. He's not me. Oh well, for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I handle my shit the way I handle my shit. Like, that's why I am where I am. And 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 it's it's okay. Like it's okay. Like for him to be that way. I've gotten kind of rambunctious, like with like situations like that, and I'll be like. Yeah, well, dude's dick ain't as big as mine, so I win. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he has to do that. I don't got to do that shit. <laughs> but see, that's, that's what my fucking that ain't large and in charge. Yeah, but see, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like a lot of people come into the room. Yeah, yeah. you're taller. Yeah, you're taller. <laughs> but I'm serious. Like, come on, like, and, and, and you know what? Women like that. Like. Real women will like that shit. Like, oh, he's oh, sure of himself. Absolutely, like, absolutely. Even if, even if at face value they're upset about it. Yeah, it, it, it's 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 definitely better. It's yeah. definitely better. Now, what I am not so sure about them really yeah. liking deep down is the second article that I sent. That not about the royal family, but about open relationships. Yeah. And not so much open relationships as much as guys accepting their women 
with other men, which, if I'm not mistaken, they, they're they referred as cuckolds. No. Fucking cucks. No, okay, I think, because isn't there a difference between cucks and cuckolds? Like, I think... I, I thought cucks was just, like, the short version, no? I, I was under the impression that a cuck was, like, le- I like... Well, you know, cuck took on its own meaning now. Yeah, it has. Kind of a troll. Like, kind of like a political meaning. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's where cuck originated from. Probably. I've but been a- a- Anyway, anyway, yeah. essentially what, what it is is the guy is okay with his girl getting rotted out by other men. Yeah. And this has been being pushed for a little bit now. Because not too long ago, I seen this video on YouTube from Paul Joseph Watson where he's talking about it. He's talking about some reality TV show where it's pretty much about a guy that lives in a house with his wife who he really, really loves. And she like dates other men or whatever. And like, and she'll be treating him like shit. She'll be like, like, oh, well, we're going to sleep down here tonight. You need to go upstairs. And he's like, okay, well, I'll see you in the morning. And he just goes upstairs. What the fuck is going on? Shit. Uh, God damn. That question was out of left field. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What is going on? That shit. I can't. I can't even. I can't even. I can't even roll with that. I don't think. I don't think that's cool. We have already established, and we talked about on this show. How there's been an attack on masculinity. Like, we get that. Yeah. Oh, the man-sized Kleenex. Can't say that. Can't do this. Can't do that. We get it. Whatever. Nobody nobody cares. I don't care. As we've well established in this episode. But now it's entering the territory of, like, the sexual territory where it's like, oh, well, you know, the open relationship and everything like that. And you posed a very good question prior to us starting the episode yeah, of whether or not I can ever be in an open relationship. And I said, no, because see, a relationship is what I I consider a relationship serious. So no, if it's a situation where like I never cared about like, and what I mean by never cared is that like, oh, well, it's just a sexual thing or whatever. No, well, I don't care because yeah whatever but but if it's a situation where it's serious no how can we yeah how can you trust a foundation with somebody that's like willing to like have all these other people brought into the mix it's like you you might be building like the most beautiful house multi-million dollar house on on a on a landslide on a mudslide and and now it's like boom it's gone and you wasted so much time when you could have just been enjoying your time more casually with this person, but not building anything serious or taking yeah. it serious. But see, I guess my question would be, what if, what if like, as, as the man, like, like as yourself, you're just kind of on some, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rely on this person, on this, on, on this woman to really like provide me anything else but just like you know just sex like, and what, company yeah sex and company but but like good company good company in the sense of like you know she's in, she's smart I, I enjoy the conversations this isn't just 
like uh, it's just any any person that's not gonna be able to hang with me as far as conversationally. But this is this is the most I'm gonna I'm gonna do now. Like, right. You know? I I see. Like so. Like I, I get what you're saying. It's kind of like. Uh, like a very casual girlfriend. Like she's like your girlfriend kind of. Yeah. But it not casual. That's probably not the right word. Like a very light hard. No, that's not it either. You see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like a very not serious girlfriend for the lack of better words. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like like she has the elements. I I, I in a situation like that and I guess you would kind of prove me wrong because it's like that's technically a relationship. Yeah. Technically. It's kind of like this. It's like the new Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse goes, comes out. Yeah. You're kind of expected to go see that with her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You're kind of like you get you get the new 11 Concords. You're kind of expected to Snapchat her that you just picked these up. It's like that shit where it's like, I know what you're saying. It's like, you're, it's not serious and you're not thinking of like kids or anything like major or long-term, but she's a regular part of your life. If that. Yeah. Yeah. And see with that, in that case, in that case to, that's tough. That's a good question. That's a very good question because. I feel like now you're just kind of tightrope walking because at that point, what can you trust this person with? That's number one. What yeah. can you trust her with? But number two is I feel like you would get to the, you would find yourself at the point where you're willfully holding back because it's an open thing. Now it's like, well, and I can't share that or. I was gonna give her a key to my office, but no, can't really do it. You now you you got it like, in, and then that's not fun either. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. I you'll think, never really truly be able to let someone in, right? And and let go. Whereas I feel like, it, believe it or not, this is gonna sound very crazy, but I believe that sometimes in a casual relationship, you're able to give somebody more of yourself. I think I think to give somebody yourself. It's either has to be, and I'm talking in terms of like a romantic relationship, not friendships. In, in romantic relationships, it either you have, either have to be very serious yeah. or very casual. I think in the in between is where it gets like very muddled, and it gets like, oh, I don't know if I should say this, I don't know if I should do this because I like this person, but not really that much. Whereas like when it's casual, it's like, all right, well, if this ends tomorrow, I had my fun, so might as well be me. And then when it's really serious, it's like, well, I really love this person. I want to share my life. I want to be with them. I want them to know the real me. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are, are not in those places. Though. I feel like most people are kind of somewhere in the middle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, and so, you know, that's, that's the thing. But the, the difference between the two is like with the casual thing, because you know that it can end at any moment. Yeah. You um you care a lot less, I, I'd imagine, about like what that person does or who they do it with when they're not around you. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because there's no foundation being built. There's no foundation being built as opposed to when it's serious. You are building a foundation. You are building for the future, possibly kids, possibly life, money situations, like all these things that like you 
that come that you kind of have to trust this person. But see, with what you're saying is, I feel like that's what it's kind of starting to become. Like, like, what? like. There's not really like I don't feel like relationships. Like, like is or, or or not that it's starting to become it's starting to get pushed like oh open relationships or oh like the woman is pretty much equal to 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 the man in in the in, in the aspects of she can sleep around and she can do this and she can do that and 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 uh it, it's it's weird because like it's not been like that. You know, like when you were growing no. up and, and to, now, be, to be quite honest with you, I don't think it ever will be. I do know there are a lot of fucking betas out there that say, oh, well, if a guy can do it, why can't she? <laughs> this is why. Actually, actually, um, uh, me and Big Baby were having a conversation about this. It's like a, a, like a quick pass by casual conversation. But I said, this is what simple and plain. Pass by conversations are like simple and plain, one hundred percent nature, and this is why. Mm. Even if, even if you do wholeheartedly agree with that shit, mm. which like I don't know how how one would get to that point. Even if you wholeheartedly agree with that, that's fine, and you're entitled to that. There's a thing called pregnancy, and pregnancy lasts nine months. And you could tell just off of this alone that it wasn't designed for that. When a chick is pregnant, sure, uh, other guys could like rail her, but they once she's pregnant, none of them can impregnate her until she has that child. Hmm. A guy could literally impregnate multiple women in one day, every single day. So you see right there that there was a there's there's a way that we were designed. Where like we're we're designed more so to spread the seed, and they were designed more so to nurture that seed. Even if it's in that that time frame, that's yeah. it's the truth. Yeah. So like, if you want to bring biology, bi- it's a biological thing. Mm. So my point is this: my point is this. If we were talking about, if we were talking about, like the the like like what is it? I want to say it's some crazy ass percentage. Of people in Asia that are supposed to be descendants of Genghis Khan. Oh yeah, it's like a, a very cr- high percentage. A, like a, it's like a low percentage, yeah. but it's like it amounts to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, it's a very high percentage for one individual. For one individual to have a seed, like, like, like every, to have two percent of America. If I had two percent of America, be my children, like that. That's everywhere. Kind of, yeah. Whereas, like, you could only get that with a man. Like, you would never be that. Uh, a woman would never be able to create such a thing like that. Yeah. Now, now, please don't attack me. I'm not saying that that's right or wrong or anything like that. All get I'm him. saying is that kill him. <laughs> we fucking just got the platform, right. but it was worth it. <laughs> but, but my point is, my point is that like you wouldn't, you would only be able to get such a thing from a man. A woman would never be able to do that. Yeah. God damn! Like, what would her body be like if she tried to like pray and have so many children? Oh like, my god! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it just a man can do that. Yeah. And and obviously Genghis Khan did. That's my point. Is is th- that alone tells you a crazy ass story that all these betas are fucking just like oblivious to. Yeah. So 
but I think what happens is I think like with the betas and these open relationships and stuff like that is, and it does kind of go back to the home alone thing. A, a very soft as generation of men were born. I would even say in our generation, we weren't like that because maybe where we were from or whatever, like lifestyle we lived or whatever. But there is like a like the back end of our generation. There are a lot of like soft ass dudes who didn't experience the world the same way we did. Never got used to being alone or seeing the world or, or whatever have you. Hence why you have like the, the whole MGTOW men going their own way. No. A lot of guys like never had any any uh, elements of that in their life, so now it's like, oh, well, I have a girl. I gotta do anything to keep her. Like I gotta, even if she wants to sleep around, it's like I gotta let her know that it's okay as long as she's here. Mm-hmm. And it's created a lot of the same uncertainties that some women have had in their life about like, oh, well, I got to keep this dude happy or whatever the case because I'm ugly or whatever, whatever whatever kind of shit comes from like having like that level of insecurity. And you're seeing a lot of guys with that same insecurity. Or the way they let beauty dictate, like like a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to keep her. She's dumb as rocks, bro. Yeah, she's, she's dumb, dumb as, rocks. as rocks. She's dumb as rocks. And like... She might be a 10... When you look at her, but she's a fucking and you two. know you know what I've discovered about about beauty soul. as as I've gotten into my thirties now. What I I've discovered about beauty is that that shit is a dime a dozen. Like <laughs> when you, I, I gotta tread softly here, but <laughs> yeah. when you when you start to like enter a realm where like you're around beautiful women and you got things going for you and all it's really like yeah okay like you look good but you're dumb as shit like (laughs) you know what i'm saying like (laughs) what only that but now now limited beauty is a limited thing oh yeah absolutely but i think everybody well i mean everybody should know that like everyone knows that but not everyone accepts it Right, it is limited. It is limited. It, it doesn't last forever. And if you bank, you see like older women. And I know you've seen them in your life, like older women that you could tell their whole life they banked off beauty, and now that they're older, they have nothing to offer the world. Yeah, it's like wow. If you died today, nobody would care. Like, I mean, that's sad, and I, I, I mean, I feel even bad saying that, but it's yeah. just the truth. You're an asshole, and you put yourself in this position. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If you, whereas it's a lot, I mean, there are men like that too, that are dumb as shit. Like, and you could tell their whole life they've been like, oh, I'm the good looking guy. Yeah. But it's way less for men. Do like you the perc- lift, bro? Like the percentage is way less yeah. that of men that are like that than, than it is for women. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a, you know. I, I guess it, it, you have to understand, like, you got to age like wine, baby. Like, you know. Like, like fine. I, yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. You should age with grace. You should have something to contribute to the world and the people around you. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, like, being in the realm of, of good-looking women or whatever have you, is that sometimes you'll even trade off a chick that maybe isn't the best-looking. Yeah. 
for like being, you know, decent looking. Obviously, you don't want to fucking date no. Quasimodo, yeah. but fucking you, you gotta have standards, baby. Right, but but you know, decent looking, but is like awesome conversation. Yeah, yeah. Open mind, talk about music, talk about politics, talk about everything. You would trade that off yeah. for like the ten of tens that's like fucking retarded. Yeah, you, would, you definitely would. Let's be honest too. Like if you're if you're if, if you're just like just slow, and you're a ten. Nine times out of ten, you could probably still get in their pants. You know what, though? We talked about something. It's crazy because this conversation is going on a little bit longer than I anticipated, but it's right. very good. We talked about something recently, and now having this conversation, it makes me wonder if this is maybe by design. You and I recently, we had a conversation. I don't know where we were driving. We had a conversation about like porn stars that you see on social media, and they're kind of like, they seem like a lot more down to earth than you would think. Like yeah. they'll talk sports. They, some of them talk politics. Some of them talk music. It's like you know who had me shook. There's like they have like a level of intellect. Yeah, was Mia Khalifa. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. And, and there's other ones. There's like the, you see one of a, a level of intellect. And I wonder, I wonder. Like this is just a theory, but maybe I wonder if because we live in the age of the fucking. Instagram model that has the IQ of a styrofoam cup. I wonder if these women have seen that and they're like, you know what? These Instagram women are like offering the same shit we're offering tits and ass. I'm sure a lot of these Instagram women are doing like escorting shit or even have like their own sites where they're, they're selling videos or whatever. Yeah. So did the porn star say, all right, well, we're going to up it because like, these bitches, they can pay for surgeries. They can look good. They can work out and post all these things. But what they can't do is they can't keep up with, okay, like, I know about shoes. I know about fashion. Yeah. Like, I, I'm an intellectual. And now it's like, oh, wow, well, she's hot and, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, That's kind of what's attractive about those, like, cosplay women. Yeah, you know yeah. The, I know exactly what you're saying. Because it's like... There's like it's not all of them, but there's a level of intellect to some of them. Yeah, yeah, and and, and, and let's be let's be real too. Like you, you, you're a porn star. You've 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 had your sex. You, <laughs> you've had your fair amount. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's an understatement. You've had your sex. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you've had like you know this you've shit don't had mean your nothing. Share of yeah. sex. <laughs> it's time to share it with the rest of the world. No, but like you know, they've seen. All types of men, all types of sizes, all types of. So they, it's like they ain't never seen me. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the kid up. <laughs> no, but but it's like at, at a certain point you're gonna you're gonna kind of see through the bullshit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So like it, it kind of it's almost like you got a sex IQ. <laughs> so like yeah, yeah, you know that's kind of that's a good way of putting like, it. Like I know how this shit works. So like. You kind of see the unfulfilling side of it, so you realize, like you know, because because let's in, in normal society, and and what I mean by normal society is like, you know, and where you're dating and it's like some regular shit, like you're not dating a porn star or something, like you know, sex is kind of like a, it's not spoken of in in, in that way, you know, what I mean? you know, it's it's not like oh yeah, yeah I fuck I fuck day and night. You know what I'm saying? Day and night. Yeah, like, I'm not fucking day and night. You know, the girls I'm, uh, you know, I might be dating or something. She's not fucking day and night. It's not, like, something that's the, the norm. You know what I'm saying? 
I don't get paid to do this or I don't, you know, every day, every day, every day. It's not, it's not like that. So like when they see that, it's like, they're kind of going to be able to see the type of, I, I would assume they they probably like they filter a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. And even the guys that they date might have a, kind of a different level of intellect. I think so. Because even like, like Mia Khalifa's boyfriend, like he's, he, I guess he's like a cook or whatever. Yeah. And like from the pose, like like that, I see he doesn't seem like he's a he's a like a whack ass guy. Like he seems like he's like a cool dude. Yeah. Whereas like you see a lot of the guys that date like Instagram models, they're like, oh, affliction, bro. Do you even lift? Yeah. Like those kind of motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, those guys are the guys with the fucking roly and the fucking chain. Oh, yeah, man. like no personality. Like they're every, every what they wear is their personality. Yeah, it's all superficial. Yeah, so that 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 is that is very interesting. So you heard it here first. Sex IQ. Sex IQ. Yeah, <laughs> well, you did hear it here first. And what else you heard here first is fucking right now. Unfollow every Instagram model. Only follow porn stars. If you're going to follow anybody for eye candy, only be a porn star and let them have a level of eye intelligence. Let's start it here now. Let's start a movement where, like, we, the standard is higher. Let's make thoughts great again. Oh, sweet mother of God, make thoughts great again. That's our episode for today. We're out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Remember, we have four songs dropping this month. Beautiful Hold On, Basic, This Week, Find My Place. And the last week of the month, Rowdy. We're out. Peace. Peace.